Everyone, welcome to the new media show. And of course, I want to welcome my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley. Rob, were your ears burning a little bit? Oh, always. My ears are burning. I, 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 I just we're probably hearing the same things going on. <laughs> no, I, I just got off an interview and the guy that was interviewing could not believe that two competitors do a podcast together. Uh, yeah, I've had but, that conversation many times before. And he said, you well, wouldn't have that show been as successful if you had done it on your own? And, he, you know, he was really thinking it would be. And I said, no, <laughs> it would not. The fact that there's two competitors <laughs> doing it. But what people don't don't realize is that you and I go back way before we were ever competitors right. doing this show. Yeah. So that's the thing. We just have kept it going. Yeah. So. Rob, I've got a topic um, to start out here, and I've I and I guess I'll maybe read what I announced, and then um, you can weigh in because I've been I wouldn't say challenged, but I was asked today on Facebook uh, something I honestly had never contemplated for the podcast award. So first of all, let me read the three things I announced yesterday. Uh, number one, big changes for the 16th annual podcast awards. We're keeping the government and organization category. Now that's one I've had trouble getting 10 participants in. Right. Uh, they begged me to keep it uh, and said they would help promote to get more shows participating. And then I said, okay, so we're going to keep it for right. at least one more season. And plus I'm adding the following categories. Fiction, history, leisure, true crime. Now there's going to be 24 categories versus 20 now. The LGBTQ category, and it largely follows the Apple Podcasts category listings. Right. The LGBTQ category and the People's Choice are two that obviously are, are ones that we've done specifically from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was applauded uh, well. And then second announcement I made is we're going to be honoring the five most influential podcasters for podcasters. So podcasters are going to be say who was their biggest influence in 2021. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have the five most influential podcasters for listeners. So who was the podcaster that, so we're going to honor five people there. So those are the, the two big announcements. Now, this afternoon, I had pasted this into, or this morning, I had pasted those announcements into the podcast movement podcasting group. And I was asked, and let me see if I can get over there and, and read uh, what was asked of me. Um, they essentially asked, um, and probably I'm five pages down here by now because of the amount of posting it happens over there, asked, if, was I going to add a Asian podcaster category, a black podcaster category? Was I going to uh, do a woman podcaster category? Was I going to do a man podcaster category? So basically, instead of having, in addition to the, the topics, category-based, the, the awards have always been set up to be able to honor those in specific genres mm -hmm. to engage their audiences. So I've never really considered up to this point because there's always, there's already the black podcast awards. There's right. always already the Asian uh, podcast awards. So right. I felt 
number one, I really didn't need to do that because I was infringing on their awards. But the response when I said that we weren't going to do that was kind of shocking. The people said, well, that's sad. That's terrible. You're not going to do that. And, um, and I tried to explain with the awards up to this point have been about categories of content, genres of content and on listener engagement. So, uh, I'm, I asked in one of the people that asked for the categories was one of the people that run the Asian podcast awards. If we would add an Asian podcaster category, I don't know how, you know, I, I can just add categories, but it's expensive. It's, you know, adding those new, well, it's a trophy. It's, you know, it's, it's time on the yeah production. Right. Yep. And so it's not so much on the production, you know, I've added, we've added the four categories. It mm-hmm. does cost a considerable amount of money for each category. I, I typically say it's about 800 bucks a category. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to look like I'm getting greedy because you have to register right. for a category. And if I just add eight new categories, then people in podcasting space, it's just, I'm looking for a money grab. So I could be accused of that. So I don't know. I'm torn. In one hand, I thought, well, yeah, maybe I should. And on the other hand, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. So I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think one could take the position that you can try it uh, one year and see how it goes. Um, I think we are in a time when um, being being sensitive to those and creating awards um, based on that is it's not necessarily a horrible idea. It's it's something that you know I think uh, is something that could be received quite well, um, and I think. Given given the the world and the attention that we're trying to um, shift our our focus a little bit more around equality and diversity, and I think that might be a you know a you know a good good step forward on that front. Um, you know, I know that the Podcast Academy did not take that approach um, with the with the Emmy Awards, so we haven't done that. So you would be breaking kind of new ground there to some degree. So so then. Let me go through this so you know what we're what the category list is now, right. and and I just I, I got to be careful here because if I miss somebody, right. it's going to be just as bad as as is, is, is the opposite, even, right? Yeah, right. So up I this mean, point, like we've got excluding someone, right? That, right. We got right. people's choice, arts, business, comedy, education, entertainment, fiction, games and hobbies, government organizations, health and fitness, history, kids and family, leisure, LGBTQ. Music, news, religion, spirituality, science and medicine, society and culture, sports, storyteller slash drama, technology, true crime, TV and film. So that's 24. So if I was to add four more, you know, who, okay, so let's, let's say, would it be woman podcaster of the year? Um, Mm -hmm. Woman podcaster of the year. Big trophy. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, you know, I'm thinking about, okay, I, and, and I, just please don't shoot me. I'm just thinking dollars here. <laughs> well, and I um, think you're probably going to have to define that um, because there are podcasts out there that have a female and a male. Oh, does that, 
Is that considered a female podcast? Oh. Or are, I mean, so you, if you're going to head down this path, you, you're going to have to be a little clearer on yeah. what the so what it actually is, is probably not woman podcaster. It's probably female podcaster of the year. That's probably the more appropriate term, right? Right. And is it uh, really more focused on best female host oh, or maybe. is it best female hosted podcast? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. That so would be how I would think about it too. <laughs> right. So, okay. So let's think about it that way because I kind of like that. Best right. female hosted podcast. I like that. And so then we would have, um, and then we'd have the best male hosted hosted podcast. podcast, right? And then we would have, would it be the best people of color? Would it be the best black hosted? What's what's the appropriate term there to use? Am I, you know, be. Or is the best Asian? Then you know what's more. What more categories do I have to do to get this uh, right? You know that's the that's the challenge here. On well, this. I think I think probably um, black, Asian, and Hispanic. Oh, there you go. Yep. Um, those would be your you know three primaries mm -hmm. uh, from a a a racial diversity perspective. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's any others that well, there's would be... there's Muslim podcasters, there's Indian podcasters. So is that you're right? That's exactly you know. So I this mean, you is could, well, this is the road you, you could put, go down. Can you put the Indian podcasters in in the Asian category, or do we need to have in a separate Indian category? I I which I don't know. Which is not necessarily a bad idea. Just there's certainly a a you big know. population pool. Because, you know, I'm looking if I so if I'm looking at this right now and, you know, so again, one, two, three, that's, that's $4,000 more in cost. cost. Right. So, you know, obviously I, I do a little better at the more, you know, so I get a little right. economy of scale here, but mm -hmm. if I went with those five best female hosted podcasts, best male podcasts, best black hosted podcast less Asian hosted podcast and best Spanish hosted podcast. I, that gets a lot of the, a lot of the categories. Yeah, it does. It does. And so anybody listening, <laughs> have any suggestions here? Um, because then I know what's going to happen. The first thing you say is how come, how come you didn't include us? Well, who are we missing? Well, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Right. And maybe that's the feedback that we need to get here is who are we? Is there some large group of podcasters that we're just, um, you know, forgetting about here yeah. accidentally here? It's not like we don't want to remember it. Maybe <laughs> we're, we're trying to think of the biggest pool of potential um, podcasters out there. Um, and that, those would be the categories that I would think of. Um, and these categories would be on par with people's choice. So those are very, those are much more expensive categories to support because the trophy's bigger and everything. So, right, right. um, and I'm sure we will probably get enough registrants to yeah. cover the cost on each of those categories. I would hope so. That's what it really boils down to is. Right. 
and some categories supplement other categories because there's more than others. So, but again, is that the right terminology? Best female hosted podcast, best male hosted podcast, best black hosted podcast, best Asian hosted podcast, and best Spanish hosted podcast. Is that the right words? Yeah, I think so. It seems like it would be the only other way that I would consider doing it is just the best podcast host could be more person than podcast, but well, I've got uh, the people's I choice think it's already. Better to be, right. It's probably better to be focused on the podcast itself from a content perspective. Yeah. So, so right. what this really does is this splits the awards now into content and personalities. Right. And I, and I'm all, you know, Hey, uh, Dave over at uh, international podcast day, I might need 90 minutes now. Because this, you know, this will change the award show. I'll have to. Oh, it will. Yeah. You know, there is going to be, there's going to be no more reading of the nominees. There's just going to be, the nominees are going to be put up on the screen. Because right. right. I won't be able to read all 10 nominees. And maybe that's overkill anyway. Right. And then, because if I look at this, and I have to get even numbers here, Rob. So I've got five. We need one more. So that takes me to 30. See, I'm already at a six, you know, and if I give each person that wins two minutes to speak, I'm going to have to cut down the amount of time they can speak. If I'm trying to keep this in a 60 minutes award show, it's going to have to go fast. So faster, faster already done. Right. Greg says, what if you identified the audience, not the ethnicity of the host? Hmm. That would be a hard thing to evaluate, though. Well, it's not evaluated. This is nomination. First of all, it's registering, nomination, and voting. I don't right. have to evaluate it. This is this is the uh, you. Ha- if you think you are the best female hosted podcast, you register for that category, and then you engage your audience to come and vote for you during right. the voting period. Right. So, but I would need one more category to make it 30. (laughs) Well, that's, that's the one that maybe we're forgetting about that we hadn't thought of yet. So maybe if asked for feedback from everybody listening here, are are we forgetting some large segment uh, based on ethnicity race, um, gender, I, you know, I would, there's typically only male and female, but I do know that there's some shows uh, that work on pronouns, trans, right. Trans folks as well. So that would be the only other gender side. Do I have them covered in LGBTQ? But that's a content type. That's Um, not a, that is not a, well, actually. LGBTQ is is a um it could be best LGBTQ show it, you know it could cuz you know in, in LGBT it does include that category right it, and I I'll yeah. be careful how I explain this cuz people have always asked why does Apple not have an LGBTQ category category right they are it's purely focused on topics, not and I sexual don't orientation. Sexual right. orientation, right? So, right. 
Right. Uh, and I have, I've had an LGBTQ category from day one of this awards. Yeah. 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 So I do consider it. And it maybe they'll, maybe I'll get some disagreement here. I do consider it a category of content. And what I mean, part of the reason why we've always wanted to promote LGBTQ is because it gives those folks that maybe not out of the closet yet and access to content and ability to go to listen to content to, you know, a lot of the shows that are on that are, are about helping people that are still coming to grips with their sexuality. Not all, right. right. You know? So my point from the beginning was we want to make sure that though, cause those shows were very successful in the early days of podcasting. Very, very right. successful. And I would think that they still are. I'm sure they are. Right. You know, so you guys are all listening here on the, in Facebook. Don't all jump in at once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I am missing one. And you know, actually what I could do is I could remove storyteller drama from the list. That's my own category that doesn't follow along with the Apple podcast directory. But we, right. but there's some storyteller stuff that is not true crime. So I think it's a legitimate category. Todd, do you have a category uh, around fictional? I have it. I added fiction. Yeah. You did add fiction. Yeah. Okay. Um, I added fiction, history, leisure, and true crime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, and good. the only reason I need to even number, Rob, it just looks better on the website. There's just not one, one category hanging at the bottom by itself. <laughs> it's purely right. aesthetics, but. Yeah. So you're at 29 right I'm now. I'm at 29. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Read all nine of you hanging on in the chat here. So, you know, I, and, and I really, you know, it, I and I was really like, no, you know, that's not what we do. And then they said, I had three people say, that's a dope idea. Um, yeah, I think it's a good idea too. Actually, the more I think about it, so then you're you're guaranteed to give attention to those those communities uh, with podcasting. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that's the right thing to do. Yeah. So I think yeah. that uh, I'm willing to do it, but. I just want to make sure that we're, I don't want to put other, that's stupid. You know, and it's yeah, kind of insulting. No, don't do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one more best female, maybe best. Um, best. Uh, Is there another co co best co-host show? Co-host show? Yeah. Or best, solo show. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you could go down that path too, right? Right. right. Um, but yeah. I think co- How about best co-host? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> best co-host. Or, or best co-hosted show. Or best produced podcast. Oh, see, now we, we used to have that. Oh, you did? Yeah. And that is, then you're, you know, 
then you're into some subjective stuff. But again, there. the way we do it, it's not subjective. The audience votes. But it's it's very subjective. It's very subjective. Yeah. All in this all these categories are subjective, Rob. Because I have people that will put their podcast in three categories. They'll put it history, they'll right. put it in in oh, news, great. you know. I mean that's that's just the very nature of content, right? It's that's what's hard about doing these things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave says, remember, Todd, the more you add, the more people potentially upset. You are a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, here's the, here's the, here's the good thing about you're trying to avoid that. Here's the, here is the thing degree. about the yeah. podcast awards that has actually been pleasant the last couple of years. I haven't received right. a ton of abuse. <laughs> <laughs> why is that Todd do you think because of the process that I, I changed it the, I made the rules so I wouldn't be subjected to that abuse <laughs> um, you obviously did the right thing well yeah but you know we're, we're talking now one two three four five you know I'm looking at like a considerable increase in budget here so there is a risk you know, and, and, you know, I can eat some labor, um, but this adds a whole new dynamic, 30 categories. No one's got 30 categories in podcast awards. Right. And there's going to be some duplicates in here. There's going to be some people that are going to win twice and three times. Yeah. I believe the Ambies have 24. 24. So, so I was up to 24 prior to. Yeah. You know, my consideration here this morning. Yeah. Um, best. I don't think you're out of the ballpark. No. So I guess maybe just one more, but the, the, the people's choice though, is the, it's like the Mac daddy. That's the Mac daddy award of all will remain. So these yeah. five so far will be a second tier under that. And then the category podcast. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, the, the, I think what will ha end up happening here is the feedback I'm going to get is, okay, now you're making me register twice. You're making me register for best male hosted podcast and you're making me register for history. You, so yeah. you can just pick one. Yeah. But again, if I, it's going to look pretty, you know, okay. So let's say best Spanish hosted podcast. So there better be 10 that apply <laughs> because it looks really dumb to only have 12, 10 in the voting list. So from what I, from what I remember with the Ambi awards, I'll, we had a lot of submissions for, um, you know, like best host, that kind of thing. So when you focus on the personality, right. You tend to drive a lot of attention, but, um, yeah. And that's, what's interesting about the best female hosted podcast, right. Mm -hmm. Is that you're kind of combining the personality with the content. Right. And, right. So it, it's kind of a super category the more you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Best female hosted podcast, best male hosted podcast, best black hosted podcast, best Asian hosted podcast, and best Spanish. So, but should black be best people of color pod hosted podcast or is black the right? I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. I don't think that you want to lump that community together um, in with other other communities. So, yeah. <sighs> I know. 
I almost yeah. need one more. I think about it. And uh, it'll be the one that doesn't have anybody apply. That's what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, this is quite an expansion. It is. And I mean, because you usually only do like one, maybe two a year where you change. Oh, we, I mean, one every two or three years we change. Yeah, right. You know, you this might is add one or you might drop one. All right. Now, we're talking about adding doing. 10 categories here in one year. Right. And, right. um, and the, you know, first of all, the logistics alone of getting the trophy shipped. Mm -hmm. <gasps> yeah, that's huge. You know, uh, matter of fact, they're late because of COVID. Mm -hmm. We've allowed nominees to buy trophies now for three or four years. Mm -hmm. And I put just a tiny mark up on them. And um, I think this year I'm shipping 80 trophies. So that's, you know, and, and the the people that win a trophy doesn't don't pay for shipping. Right. They, uh, they get a trophy automatically. And then the people that... Um, that are nominees, they pay for shipping, but my shipping bill is typically almost $2,000 by itself. And then if I have an overseas winner, then that's an, a, like a hundred dollars just to ship one trophy. So, you know, there right. are, when people say, well, how comes it costs $800 to do a category? Well, it's all that it's the yeah. trophy, it's the shipping, it's the handling, it's the logistics to get it ordered. It's the, the accounting, it's the firm that's managing the website. It's all that stuff. And I just take the number and, and right. I do get a little economy of scale here, but all right, well, I need one more idea. Best co-hosted or maybe best co-host, right. but you know, you're really not a co-host. I, I consider us to be I don't own this show. You don't own the show. We own it together. So we're, I'm your co-host and vice versa. Right. Well, that's, that's how I define co-hosts is that we're both hosts. All right. So co-hosting. So yes. this would be the best co-hosted show. Mm, Maybe that's not the right way to term that. No, because. Because it could be best female hosted podcast could end up being a couple. This could be right. two ladies and two men. Right. So that's probably not a good distinction. Yeah. I agree with you. So mm. anyway. Honest question here. Does woke cancel culture necessitate the, the need to reduce categories rather than increase it sees an impossible act to represent all potential categories? So this is the challenge, you know, where. I've got an idea for you. That was in Facebook. Go ahead. I've got an idea for you. Oh boy! About the uh, about the funniest podcaster. I have a comedy category already, Rob. Well, that's podcast. I'm talking about funniest podcaster. No, I'm. Now whatever. we want to make it real interesting. We could go the best podcast host. Not that yeah. not that I could ever put my thumb on the scales on that one. Best podcast host. I thought you already had that. No, no, we're talking you know? about best podcast hosting company. Oh, hosting company. Oh, I see what you're saying. I know that term host gets mixed up with yeah. host of a podcast yeah. or host. Blueberry would win that podcast. baby every time. Yeah. Right. right. No, I can't have that category. <laughs> Blueberry's the default winner every year. Right. 
Um, hmm. Yeah, let's let's crowdsource that one, Todd. <laughs> Best artwork wasted. Well, again, that's <sighs> again. It can be subjective because people say, "Oh, I love the show. I'm a fan of the show. I love their artwork." Um. Todd, how about um, <clears throat> best host read? <laughs> this is remembered. Listeners are voting on this. I know, I know. You I know, know, so we have true. to think of it from that cat, from that, from that that's stage. <clears throat> you know, how about best uh, listening platform? Hmm, that's interesting. But I'm going to get. Okay, Spotify. All right, Apple. <laughs> in order to be uh, participate in a podcast awards, you must register and pay one thousand dollars to be considered right. to be in the best listing platform. Oh yeah, that'll go over like a fart in church. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. So, well, well, the question is, do they have to apply to be included? That's, yes, uh, they do. They, they do. They yeah. do. This is the dealio here. They don't, because I can't do this without dollars. Well, Todd, that might be a way of getting sponsorship. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah. So I'm already, so, you know, this is, there's going to be some duplicity here now because if I, I may have to cancel then the top five because i'm asking podcasters to and maybe that's what it is is at the end there will be a list of uh, a box someplace on the website where we are going to list the five most influential podcasters for podcasters and the five most influential mm -hmm. podcasters for listeners that's two separate boxes but yeah i still need one more category <laughs> Because I think that's important too, is and it's podcast. This is where the podcasters get a chance to say this person in has influenced me a lot, and th there's no registration needed for that. We're going to have that as a question. We're going to ask podcasters when they register their show, and we're going to derive a winner from those entries. There'll be no voting on that. Maybe we we'll end up doing voting. I don't think so. So, hmm. Okay, well. Yeah, I still like the best podcast listening platform. Platform. I still like that for some reason. So, I don't know why. So maybe we don't give them a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they need a trophy. But should I, I make them register? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and if they don't register, then then either Blueberry or Lipson wins uh, every year. I'm not, but I can't, I, I can't make them change my whole registration platform to. Oh, no, I mean, um, not Lipson or Blueberry, but um, yeah. Um, let's yeah. say Google yeah. and. Yeah. And, and uh, um, Google and Apple apply. Because now if I, right. if I don't make them register, then I have to be inclusive and make sure I get everybody because you know yeah. I miss one. They're like, how come you didn't include me as one of the listening platforms? Right. You know, but then again, does it, does then it expand into, it gets stupid then. What is the best podcast app? You know, the, it, it, we can go on forever here. This is supposed to be about the, so this is really 
It's the People's Choice Podcast Award. So what do the people like in the podcasting space? So your right. your idea about the best podcast listening platform is a good one. Yeah, I think it is. Huh. How do I facilitate registration for that? That's going to have to be. Same way you would uh, do anybody else. So just charge them, charge them 30 bucks to let them register. Yeah. Sure. All right. You can't. And they're not going to get it. They're not getting a trophy. And then you can follow up with an email saying, you know, if you want to sponsor the event, you know, yeah, here's so, the sponsor packages. So best podcast listening platform. Yep. <laughs> We're so evil. <laughs> Stir the pot. That's what this show is all about. So, so, so we know some of you out there that are have listening platforms are listening. Yes. Is your, is, is your boss going to sign off to come over and spend 30 bucks to register? Yeah. Are they going to allow you to, to, to put that on the credit card and register? Hmm. Okay. I got my 30. So now Spotify. Oh, <laughs> Hey Rob, I might need a bigger server. <laughs> no, you know, and you know, so okay, so here's here's what we've just done. Publicly we, at the same time, too. you know. So this is this is you know, it's it's on the record. This oh, yeah. is definitely a way to get attention. <laughs> Because can you imagine iHeart saying, go over and vote at the podcast awards for the best hosting platform? Hey, it's all about the listeners, right? <laughs> it's all so. about the page views on the website. Yeah. So, okay. Wow. <laughs> I am going to get, hey, hey, uh, Dave. <laughs> yep. You he, can just blame me. It, God, I'm the one that gets blamed. Dave, it will be. There is going to be, yes, I'm a glutton for punishment, but here's the beauty about this is I do have some help and I got to run it through them because I do have a committee now right. that I run this through. Now I will, you know, they're going to go, oh, it sounds great, Todd. Let's go ahead. <laughs> are they saying, Todd, what are you thinking? What? Let's not do this. Um, oh, okay. Um <laughs> So those of you that have platforms, uh, please email me. And if you uh, think this is good, I, I, you know, I would doubt that any of them would promote the awards. I, I just, if they did, I would be shocked. iHeart won't because they do their own awards. They won't be promoting another awards show. Eh, some of the other platforms might. They might. They, they might. might. I mean, it's, anyway. I mean, if you think about the big picture of it, even the Ambies, right. The it's, it's just more attention focused on probably a different set of podcasters. You know, yeah. there's going to be different winners at each of these events. So just drives attention to more podcasts and it's all good for everybody. Oh man. Yeah. We're going to need more time to do the award ceremony. This yeah. is a lot of stuff. Who wants to be the MC this year? Anybody want to be the MC for the awards? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Yeah, yep. you got to have a you got to have a cool studio. Yeah. So, and it's a busy time between the twenty third of September and the thirtieth. 
because <laughs> we get the results on the 23rd and we have to, we produce the show. Shh. We produce the show on the 27th. <laughs> and then I've got some ideas on presenters for you. Oh, you okay. Want. I mean, I don't want to talk about it here, but all right. I've got some ideas for you. So you guys are listening. You heard it first. And I want to thank uh, Jerry Wan, Pamela Greer, uh, who else? Or some other people. Marty Welch for for challenging me a little bit on the uh, on the website today. So, all right. I'm sure we're going to hear that I missed somebody, but uh, there's always next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we did you guys find this entertaining? We've we've used uh, a little bit of the show to go through this, but um, Rob did. Okay, I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Rob had nothing to do with this. I have no insider information on how the Ambies process. Just so I'm, everyone's clear, I have right. no insider information on what happened with the Ambies stuff. What you know about the Ambies, I know you because Rob talked about it here. Nowhere else, he didn't talk to me privately about it. Right. So, you know, I do own Dan, Dan, the podcast hall of fame. Let's get her going. He's going to. Okay. Uh, you know who owns podcast hall of fame.com, right? No threats. <laughs> No threats. I can't You're do it one way or the other. No, no, no. It's and, and I couldn't. Yeah, you know, Dan would sue me, and then it would be no fun. You know. So. Right. <laughs> well, I. Dan has told me that he's you know, he's always wanted to to have it. So I think it's just a matter of making it making it work. And I got to figure out how to make this work financially. It's so, yeah. it, you well, know. that's the question he has too around the Hall of Fame too. So both of these events, yeah. But I've also told told him that I think we can get sponsorship for the Hall of Fame going forward. So, well, you know, problem. the problem is, is the only thing that's been supported by the podcast awards is the podcasters. I've had very little corporate support for the awards. So, you know, it's um, I could make these categories be able to be sponsored too. So that is a consideration on mm -hmm. these on these yeah, fi you might, five categories. Might, you might think about doing that, I think. It's so it's you know, and you know, put a thousand bucks on each of them to cover the cost and mm -hmm. you know, and then we can we'll say who it's sponsored by. I, I am gonna I am gonna do that. But at the same point, this is not about a money grab. Right. You it's know about paying the costs of doing it. Right. And right. and there was last year. I've, I put, I think I was up by like maybe three grand last year. I, I dumped it all. It's the, I've got the dev working on improving the site and we're going to burn every penny of that in new right. dev work. You know, that's only 20 hours of dev work, $3,000, $150 an hour. That's, you know, you, you burn, burn through dev work yeah. quick. Right. So, all right. Well, uh, what else is going on in the podcasting space, Rob? Well, I thought it was interesting the the article that came out on uh, Sounds Profitable about Jordan right. um with his doing forty thousand dollars a month in um, advertising, host read advertising for his podcast, 
Um, I thought that was an interesting uh, thing in his commentary in here in the article. I don't know if you read it, Todd, that uh, he makes a comment that uh, there's been a lot of focus from the podcast ad industry on listener demographic um, targeting, right? Mm -hmm. So this concept of targeting based on demographics and what Jordan has found in his spending on uh, campaigns is that it really didn't move the needle any different. Uh, okay. Not that, uh, I'm not necessarily surprised. No, I'm not (laughs) either. Right. So, yeah. So, um, you know, this whole targeting thing, I think everybody gets caught up in the technology. Um, but they, I don't see a lot of people looking at the actual impact on the actual results. Right. Um, as opposed to just running a campaign across a group of shows that have a general association to the brand. Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen lift studies too. I've seen results too. And I see maybe a 1% difference or something like, I mean, it's been minimal difference. But did you see the type of return he's getting on his ad spend? Yeah. It was like he's spending a buck, which when you think about he's spending $40,000 a month. Um, so he's getting an extra, what, $80,000 back in ad, ad revenue because of the increase in audience that mm-hmm. he's getting. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's a fantastic return on your investment. I'd love to get that all so, day. So as it was his pure target was to build audience, not he's spending well, revenue and audience, revenue same. and audience. So yeah. how's he getting additional rent? He's spending 40,000 to get new audience and then they are buying his stuff. The CPM is probably the same. He's just oh. getting higher numbers. So he has other advertisers for his show. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So he has advertisers that are buying into his show. His ah. goal is to drive overall listeners. Oh, to his that's show smart. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. Drive, yeah. drive that CPM multiple um, up higher based on picking up, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 more listeners every time he does a campaign. Yeah. So, you know, and we've known for a long time that cross promotions in podcasts have always worked. Yep. Um, he's just tapping into that and you have to have a significant budget, I think, to really make this work though. Yeah, of course. You know, it's, it'd be, to be frank, he's spending the right kind of money. Yeah, he is. That's $120,000 a quarter. And, you know, I looked at, you know, when, when uh, Citrix go to meeting first came in, they were spending about 120 to $150,000 a quarter. And, um, they were, I, it took me a long time, maybe a year to mm-hmm. drag out of them. Okay. What is your, what are you happy with, with a cost for acquisition? Mm-hmm. And they finally, and this is like 2006. They told me, he says, if we can spend $200, if it costs us $200 to get a new client, we do backflips. And we were bringing new customers to them for $37. So podcasting was bringing, it only cost them $37 to get a new customer and their product was $39.95 a month. So they didn't even pay, they, it didn't even cost them one month of the service mm-hmm. to get that return. Whereas print, TV, Everything nails. They were that customer had to stay five months before they made one penny off the money it cost them to acquire them. 
So right. that's why they spent the crazy money they did. And, you know, here's a, just a true, an absolute true piece of insanity. Citrix was doing it in-house. They were, they were running the campaigns in-house with a Citrix employee for a long, long time. And then mm -hmm. the company said, we're having such success in this podcasting piece, we're going to give this to an agency right? and let them run the podcast campaigns. Mm -hmm. Even though we're delivering five times value for them month after month, after month, after month for a number of years, mm -hmm. the day the hand of the agency was the start of the decline because the agency then started trying to tweak, squeeze, cherry pick, and right. all of a sudden, guess what? Went from 37 to 45 to 54 because Citrix let us run the campaigns as we would just submit them a list. They, they would maybe ask about one or two shows. Mm -hmm. But when they turned over the agency, the agency said, oh, we don't want this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And oh, we want everyone to run this a, a separate promo code. We don't want you all running different. So it. I, I, that's when I basically told my team at Blueberry. Uh, oh, they messed it up. I said, I give, I say, give Citrix six months. That revenue is right. going to be gone. Right. They messed it up. And I, yeah. and I went to the agency at least five times and sat down with them and said, you're screwing up. I sent Citrix an email. You're, and if Citrix was thinking podcasting is no longer working for us, well, it, it, it stopped working when they gave it to the agency and the agency put screws on everything because they knew best and they wouldn't listen to Todd. I was making Citrix go to meeting a lot of money. Right. And the podcasters were delivering new customers to them. And again, this is before zoom and all these other companies. Citrix was it for mm -hmm. go to meeting was it for years. <sighs> Man, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you they, Man, there's a whole story. There's there's a book there. So Jordan's doing the right thing. He's running the campaigns himself. I wonder how he's picking the shows. Well, I think he's trying to. I don't know that he shares a lot about that. Um, he creates a pool of shows. Um, is different than how some someone brand new to buying at scale would create their pool. Um, it doesn't a strong relationship with the brands and the podcasters directly. Mm -hmm. um, so he runs campaigns with, with many of the methods methods listed below, but he's working with the, you know, ad ad agencies, uh, you know, advertising, um, kind of, you know, like true native media, um, those, those type of folks. And they're typically working with the larger networks like a mid roll or those, those type of folks or the lipstick and vinyl folks. Uh, so it's finding alignment around the personality and topics. I, I would imagine in, in shows, it's probably other talk shows, right? Cause that's what Jordan's show is. He brings on celebrities and he talks with them about various topics, not unlike what Joe Rogan does. Um, so it's, it's very similar in that. So if you can align yourself with shows, similar shows that are doing similar types of 
content, whether it be female or male or whatever, he can probably map that. And if they're large scale shows, he's going to have some spillover out of those shows into his show. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So I'd like to hear one of his host reads, which I haven't heard. Yeah. Um, I'd like I to. I guess he's, he's the one that's actually voicing them, which makes sense. Oh, so he's, it's not a host endorsed. It's his, it's his, oh, interesting. Well, some of them are using dynamic ad insertion. So, which is more and more where the industry is moving, right? Right. So, yeah. So that, it looks like that's a part of what he's doing. I'm not sure. I I didn't see if the actual host of the show was actually endorsing another show. I'm trying to think here. I don't know that they're doing that. I don't know if... Do you think that would be a good idea? Is a host of this show doing a host read to promote another show? I suppose it could if well, they're in the same network, right? Well, we did it in Tech Podcast. No, but let's say you're a part of see, Jordan's, I think, still part of Podcast One as far as a network. And his he's doing a show. Uh, and then promoting them in shows that are on like mid-roll or something oh, okay. like that. Now th- those could be in various networks. Um, I, I'm surprised. Mid-roll. I'm probably the reason he, those show hosts are not doing the ad spots is maybe they feel uncomfortable doing that. Promoting another podcast. This is where I run into most of the time. Right. I, I get huge resistance when podcasters try to do ad buys the other podcasters don't want to run it because they think they're going to lose right. audience to it. And little do they know that there's, there is a, you know, this is where promo swaps happen and they're very, very effective. If you do promo right. swaps with other shows and you can run their promo mm-hmm. and it's, that was a super effective way of, you know, first of all, you would get a duplicate of audience cause they'd listen to both. Some people would leave you and go to them, and some people would leave them to come to you. There, there was a trade-off, but usually it was a net gain. Right. Well, I'll, I'll invite Jordan to come on the show. Maybe you can talk yeah. a little bit more with us. I did a call with Jordan maybe a month ago. So it'd be fun to have him come in and talk about the experimentation that he's doing in this area. Yeah. So. Well, I think that uh, he's found, you know, it's, it's like, that's an interesting way to feed the beast. You spend money mm-hmm. to gain listeners. You gain the listeners. Well, if you're you, on, a, on a CPM model and, and he's built a pretty good size audience for himself um, for many years now. Um, so he's he's got a good base to work from. Does he say how many and listeners guess- he gains for $40,000? Uh, I think he implies that it's tens of thousands. It depends on the size of show that he runs in, I guess. Tens of thousands. Yeah. I mean, if he's running his campaign in a show that's getting a half million people listening, you could pick up a couple thousand pretty easy, right? Yeah. Or 10,000 or something like that. Um, but it'd be interesting to hear his, his, take on the whole thing. I mean, this article is pretty extensive. You know, I haven't combed through all of it yet. And I also heard that he, I had seen it cause I, I skimmed it too, that he was yeah. actually, um, 
for the host reds, he was the one doing the auditing on the host reds. I believe that's what it was. And he would hold podcasters' feet. What implied he was holding podcasters' feet to the fire, but I don't know. Right. I have to go back and read it. You all can read it too. Um, yeah, it's at uh, soundsprofitable.com, Mr. Brian Barletta. Uh, he's doing some interesting stuff over there with that that article newsletter that he's got going. You know, I so. think the thing that podcasters um, – it was the hardest part of doing podcast ad deals is when I had to have the conversation mm -hmm. <laughs> and usually it was on the phone and, and I had to be like, I had to be an asshole, you know, and yeah. basically say, listen, uh, your, your host, your, your, your reads are less enthusiastic. The, you know, usually I've gotten a, a, a concern from the vendor, you know, their audits. And, or I noticed it and I said, you know, you got to step it up and, uh, and they went and step it up. Then that second call would be, you know, I'm sorry, you know, this, this campaign's terminated with you and you, mm -hmm. and, and oh, by the way, because I warned you, um, you're on my list and that was not a list you wanted to get on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because, uh, you know, you, you, you would take you know, I would say, how's the best word? You'd get a timeout. <laughs> right. <laughs> just sit in the corner. And, and well, the it's just a timeout. And, you know, then yes. there would be a conversation again, you know, okay. It, do you understand? I'm serious about having to, you know, they're paying good money to be in your show. You, you know, don't joke mm -hmm. and, and come across as if, you know, you don't like this product. <laughs> Right. You're harming our uh, ROI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the worst thing was I hated getting the calls from the media buyer. Todd, yes, we got a little problem. <laughs> okay. And I usually know who it was already. Did right. you Did you uh, hear the ad uh, two shows in a row from so-and-so? Yep, I've talked to them. Oh. And you get this silence on the other end. So what's going to happen <laughs> if they don't square away in round next round, they get canceled. Okay. We just, are you going to be able to make wow. that up with somebody else? Are you wow. going to be able to get that volume back? That's not a comfortable conversation to get. No, it's not. <laughs> no. You know. So Todd, what are you hearing about Apple and their, this, this rumors that are swirling around about Apple getting into subscription stuff with podcasts? I mean, I, I'm hearing lots of people talk about like, like this, like they, they, they know what they're talking about or that they know definitely that it's happening or whatever. And then, and then some content comes out and Apple doesn't even call the audio content podcasting. And I don't know. Uh, maybe two unrelated things, but uh, first and foremost, I know nothing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know nothing. <laughs> right. I don't know that Apple is really sharing no. what their strategy is here with anyone. No. So, or if there even is much, that much of a strategy. If, here, if, if they're know. sharing with someone, I'm not on their list. And if they have shared with someone yeah. and the news has got out, guess what? You're no longer going to be on their list. Because <laughs> because Apple keeps a list of who they tell stuff to. And when it leaks, they figure it out. And then you go on a list that you don't want to be on. <laughs> Speaking of Apple, I have noticed uh, and I've done some um, 
some clubhouse sessions with uh, Mr. Steve Wilson. So oh. that was that was a unique opportunity that I've you know you know getting getting Steve up in a public forum uh, presenting or talking has uh, has been a a rarity. Dave asked, do, do you still do ad campaigns? Yes, we do, but they are not a primary focus. We get deals that come in, but we don't go shopping for them. Sorry, Rob. Yeah. No, I'm just saying to be able to, and I'm, I'm still going to get Steve on this show, Steve Wilson. He's going to be a guest on the show eventually. I think, I think we, we were shooting towards the end of the month, the first week in February timeframe. Do we so, have to wait to his, uh, non-disclosure runs out or something. <laughs> no, I think it was more with Steve. When I talked to him, it was more about him getting more comfortable in what he's doing at Q code. Right. Um, and being able to talk about it in, you know, in a way that was fully knowledgeable about what they're doing. And, and, um, and he's trying, he's trying not to be out there in the community. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking on his behalf here, but, um, not, he tends to get pulled into a lot of questions about Apple Mm -hmm. and um, And that's uncomfortable because always qualifies his comments because he's, he's no longer representing Apple. Um, So, but people still think of him as part of Apple. So it's, it's a little bit of a, I think a delicate balance that he has. And so when he's going to be on the show, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Apple with him. (laughs) <laughs> you know, here's the thing, though, is the the Apple guys will talk to you pretty liberally in person. Right. But they know when they leave Cupertino that they have their constraints. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing you must say about the Apple machine. Uh, the employees uh, are very, very careful. And, um, yeah, you know, the, and, you know, but. The, you know, they'll talk to you about the space and if anything they can and solicit ideas and feedback. Oh, and, yeah. um, I mean, I mean, Steve is a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of experience. I mean, he's been working at, at an international scale with podcasting for God, a good 10 years or more. So he's, he's got a lot of experience in this medium. Then he just hasn't been able to share it with a broader audience per se until now. So it's, it's so far, it's been great to have him part of that, you know, um, speaker community so far. So, well, I, uh, you know, the space continues to move. There's stuff in the, you know, obviously in pod news every day. And uh, James, no, we we don't think you're running any conspiracies. He made oh, a com- yeah, right. he made a comment yeah. on my Facebook page that we think he's running conspiracies or or evil plot. To, well, I mean, uh, he might have a little bit of plot. You know, well, so, I would hope he does. No, he's, what he does is he, uh, he's kind of like us in a little, a little, well, he's a journalist, right? Well, he, no, he, 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 things up a little bit. he kind of like, okay, let me, I, this is going to be completely <laughs> politically incorrect, but have you ever crop dusted somebody? Do you know what that is? You know what that's referring to? Yeah. Okay, so if you've ever crop dusted somebody, that's what kind of James is. He kind of crop dusts people. He just kind of drops a little bomb, and then he kind of scoots away and watch what's happened. So that yeah, that's kind of James yeah. a little bit. I think they call that an instigator. No, uh, I, I think it's I think it's appropriate to use crop dusting as the. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, 
I want to back up and be really fair to James. Yeah, yeah, James, yeah. We're teasing. James has We're teasing. Done, done a terrific job in the medium, and I know he takes a lot of heat. Um, but, you know, all of us take heat, as we all know. Um, and so th- th- there's plenty of heat to be uh, spread around, but um, it's, it's, it's never personal. And I still think that James does a terrific job there at Pod News, and, and he pushes the envelope on things. You know, he's, he's looking for stories. He's looking for ways to get people engaged and, and talking like a, what a good podcaster should do. And and in some ways that's what we do on this show too. We don't always take the easy path or the less controversial conversational path. Um, for the simple reason is we want to spark interest in what people, um, talk about. Yeah. So, so can I do a little, uh, sales pitch here? So we, yes. we, uh, uh, we've been collecting data for a very, very long time. There's a little gap when we had a little server problem, uh, Angelo, mm. uh, <laughs> he'll take credit for that. Um, but we introduced today what we're calling play tracking and it's a very small subset of information. So we'd mm-hmm. show that is using our, first of all, you gotta be hosting with us. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you have to be using the blueberry player on your website, web player. And what right. we're doing is we're anonymizing the data. There's no identical information. No, no, nothing can, you know, we're following GDPR, but basically mm-hmm. we're seeing how long people stay on the, on the web player. So we're providing play tracking data back to the podcaster now. So we tell them, you know, we give them a, I think we have five different charts and we show them when they came in, did they leave? Kind of like what Apple's doing in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, but here's the, Back-end metrics, and, right? and here's the, the kicker is some shows have a lot of web traffic. They get a lot of web plays. Some shows have mm-hmm. a lot, some have very little. So it all yeah. depends on your shows, their, their website strategy. Right. right. So, you know, if, if you get in there and your play tracking data is thin, well, that tells you maybe you should remind people that you can play the podcast on the website. Or maybe that's not your strategy at all. You just want to be on the app, but it's, it's a mixture of data. So, you know, I looked at my data and it looked pretty good. I looked at this show's data. <laughs> no one listens on the website for our show. We get, oh, we, yeah. we get two or three web plays, you know, so there's a few of you coming to the website. Most of you are listening in the apps as you would expect for a, a you know podcast show. So, uh, it does run the gambit, uh, but it also shows you the same type of thing when people drop out and retention and, um, and it's at the episode level. So it's something we, we introduced today. We do have an API and, uh, if anybody wants to integrate with us, uh, you know, give us a shout out. So, so Todd on this show, does the chart go kind of st- start up here and then toward the end it does this rob there are so few people that listen to the show on the web player i i i call the data inconclusive almost you know because because <laughs> you know when you get three or four people that play the show on the website right. you know but yeah. what's interesting is we have a lot of people that use chrome but they don't use the player so i'm I, that's something i have to figure out is where where are they listening to the show on Chrome? You know, so Chrome is the agent. So are they going to Spotify and Chrome or, or where the heck are they getting the content? It is a little bit of a puzzle to me. So well, there's a lot of places, a lot of websites, a that, lot of websites where the show is available that, that, yeah. that link up to the show. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. But so, I think we run about 5%, just about the national average for, you know, pe- my personal show runs even higher. It runs like 13% for people that listen to the show via a browser. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's my, you know, my blueberry pitch. Anything new going on at Libsyn, Rob? How's, how's that Libsyn 5 coming? <laughs> it's coming along. Come along. It's almost, almost, almost to the finish line. Oh, the UI so. stuff. I understand. We're, yeah. we're, we're at MVP one here soon. And uh, uh, there's always a million stuff that we're working on. So yeah. the sidebar is first and then all the inner menus and yep. And you know, yeah, and you, it's, you, it's you, tough too, because I mean, it's kind of like uh, rearranging the grocery store. Right. right. And you know, people don't always like to, to have, you know, their patterns disrupted. And that's, that's what you have to be sensitive about. Well, when you're our stuff has been like so this. long. People are going to applaud. <laughs> well, that's the same with us too. I mean, it, I mean, it, it definitely has that type of impact. It should be easier to, to work the new platform than the old one. Yeah. So. And it's all, you know, we're all understanding. Of course, uh, anchor came up with a boy. They had some, a whole press release just about the change of their logo. I saw that change. Yeah. I guess they did some other update, but the, they really focused on their logo. So, uh, I still think it needs to be, um, a fouled anchor that's wrapped around the A. So you know what a fouled anchor is, right? Rob. Yeah. So, you know, for those of you who don't know, if you got a boat and you got an anchor down and you back your prop into the anchor and you wrap it around the boat that's a fouled anchor so i think anchor should have an a with a chain wrapped all the way in and amongst the a with an anchor hanging at the bottom oh todd that's a logo change <laughs> well just okay i don't even want to go there so go here uh, yeah <laughs> Just the name Anchor doesn't, you know, that's it's some, not a name I would have named the company. I'll just put it to you that That's way. some marketing advice right there for you. And I'll <laughs> give it to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll start once again wearing my bulletproof vest. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, as you can see, I didn't really uh, wade too much into the waters of that. Yes. Well, um, if they if they if they uh, if, if the the stock market people have their way, that might be what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there is talk that uh, podcasting isn't working out as well as people had hoped. Yeah, right. Yep, and you better not put all your marbles in one operation. <laughs> right. <laughs> So anyway, you know, let's it's just be fair, too, is, uh, you know, Anchor has made us all realize that we can be better. So, you know, that yeah. we, we, we laugh about it, but at the same time, we're like, please, please sink. You know, please let that ship sink. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able let to actually take it. I might be able to take a real vacation. Right. <laughs> You never know. I mean, Anchor could be our savior too. That's right? true too. Yeah, it gets gets people into the industry, yeah, and then yeah. uh, it's a they have a good pathway out of there. 
well, you know, we, you know, you guys move a few, we move a few, Buzzsprout moves a few. But right. hey, did you see that uh, there was a news article that Bannon claims that he was getting, if this is true, <laughs> Podbean may wish he wasn't hosting with them. So he's getting 30 million downloads a day. And episode, some of his episodes have gotten as many as 30 million downloads. In one day? In one day. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Now, okay. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> you, you, you know, you hosted Joe Rogan for a while, you know, and Joe had quite the deal with you. I'm sure your bandwidth bill has recovered quite a bit. So 30 million downloads. Right. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> makes me shiver. Well, I'm sure that wasn't like every day of well, the year. Well, he reports I mean, his I, downloads every day on his show and it's getting massive numbers. There, and he sometimes he does three shows a day. Wow. It's crazy. Okay. Wow. Now, okay. anybody from Podbean like to verify that? <laughs> <laughs> you you can send us an email, Todd at Blueberry.com, Rob G at Libsyn.com, and anonymously yeah, report that. I can't imagine that their profit and loss statement is doing well right now. Um at 30 million, at 30, it, okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's just, let's do a little math. So Rob, um, a 45 minute show would be how many megs? Uh, if he's doing 128 K it's 45 megs, right? You're probably looking at, uh, maybe 45, 50 megs probably. Okay. So let's say 50. Let's, let's round up just a little bit, make it look worse. So if you take, and I don't know if my calculator is going to do this, 30, one, two, how many zeros I got to put in here? Here's this high school math. Uh, one, two, three. Okay. So I got the number there and I multiply it that. Be less. It could be less. It could be 40. Okay. So let's 35. use 40. So that's right. one point. Okay. How many zeros here? One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. So uh, let me copy that, edit, because I'm just going to cheat. I'm going to use Google. Um, let me go to uh, convert megabytes. This is simple, but I'm just being lazy. Convert megabytes to gigabytes. And... Um. Let me we pay. always get in trouble when we do math on the show. Yes, we do, because I get it wrong. So that is, um, if he's doing 30 million downloads per episode at uh, 40 megs, that equals out to be 1.2 million gigabytes. Okay, so now I know much how much bandwidth cost at retail. So let me put that in there and let me put, well, let's see, probably Libsyn's probably getting about that. I mean, Podbean's probably getting about this much. Series. They're under a penny. That would mm -hmm. probably be, I'm just going to say half a penny a gig. Mm -hmm. And they may have a better deal than that. It could be costing Podbean $6,000 an episode to deliver that show. Over over what period of time? A day. Just in a day. A day. If he's getting six thousand dollars a day. Okay, so let me do the math again. Per, I got per per episode. So thirty million downloads. 
If this, right. if the reporting is correct, thirty million. So that's three zero one two three. Kibbit, one, two, Kibbit is that across all of his archives? I wonder if that's across everything. Okay, let's say it's a day then. Just a day. 30 million a day times 40 megs. And I'm going to, again, I'm going to copy this because that was how many minutes? So there is, I'm having a hard time focusing. One, two, three, one, two, three, 100. Okay, duh. Um, that would have been 120 million megabytes. Mm hmm. Which equals uh, 1.2 million gigabytes. And we take 1.2 million gigabytes. Yes, and multiply that by point. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they're paying four tenths of a penny. That's still $4,800 a day times 30, day, 30 days, $144,000 to host that show. On a thirty nine ninety five hosting account. <laughs> wow! Now, 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 what is their well, price? They could, well, they could have a different deal. So, okay, right. maybe it's possible. It's maybe possible. <laughs> I would hope so, but it's possible. I would be having that conversation. <laughs> But if yeah. he, let's say he's on the flat rate plan, and I don't know what is their forty dollars a month or whatever their cost is for for their highest tier, yeah. And divide that by forty, you know, you you need thirty six hundred customers that are not using all their thirty nine ninety five, actually using no bandwidth <laughs> to overcome what that show's costing. Wow, bandwidth. Hey, Rob, bandwidth doesn't cost anything. That's right. <laughs> There's no cost. <laughs> Hey, I got an idea. Banyan, go over to Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could probably afford it better. Right, right. With fees are probably less per gig yeah. than, than uh, any of our platforms. So, so anyway, it's <laughs> so if you guys, you know, hey, free podcasting, it works. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad I, I, you know, I've got some, we, you have customers too. We've got customers that we're, I look yep. at them. I'm like, is that show gotten commercial yet? Or is this still an indie podcaster? You know, and you know, we honor our flat rate plans and. Yep. So that's, that's what we, you know, that's what the business we're in. So. So I saw that the Latin podcast awards for 2021 is now open for registration too. Interesting. So maybe I shouldn't have called it best Spanish podcast. Should I have called it the best Latin podcast? Yeah. No, I, I, it's, I, Spanish is probably fine as well. Right. Yeah. I think Latin is probably more inclusive of, um, of instead of using the probably. word, instead of using the word Spanish, the best Spanish hosted podcast, best Latin yeah, hosted podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, uh, there's Portuguese and things like that that are, yeah. Oh, I got to send an email or send another one. Revise once again, my official stack. All right. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So best Latin hosted podcast. It sounds cooler when you say best Spanish hosted podcast. It does. All right. But that's very specific. I mean, even in Spain, they're, they, they don't even agree in Spain to what 
flavor of Spanish. Right. But speak, but so. Spanish people don't can uh, Spain don't consider themselves Latin though. Do they? Mm, I think they consider themselves to be part of that community, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. But well, I is it not Latin? It's Latino, right? That's la- that, should that, I say Latin that, or Latino? That tends to be, in my mind, that tends to reference to more South America. Oh, maybe it's more, area. that's Latin hosted. Not, well, I shouldn't say Latino, should it? Well, that's kind of what it means, my understanding. Okay. The best Spanish and Latino podcast for learning. I'm just top Latino podcast, best Latino. I wonder if I should use the word Latino, but that then implies Central America and Mexico. Again, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it also includes Colombia and... Yeah. Hmm. I would just do some lookups in Google and just make sure that you're including yeah. Spain, Portugal, and South America in that grouping. Yeah, so uh, I can kind of fix this later, but what do you guys think? Best Latin, best Latino, or best Spanish podcast? What's the more politically correct way to list that well which one is the most inclusive i think you know when i searched for best latin podcast l-a-t-i-n did nothing came up everything was latino top 60 latino podcast 40 latinx podcast five latin podcast they would deserve a pulser so uh, best podcast in spanish latino yeah, I think I'm okay with Latin. Someone's going to correct me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they might just confirm that that's probably the best way to go. Yeah. This is sometimes, sometimes this stuff is hard. Let's see, I need to put it in alphabetical order. There we go. What time are we down? Oh, we got we got about seven minutes left. Mm-hmm. There we go. There's also another term called Latin X. Yeah, that also um, producers Latin X or well, not Hispanic, right? And well, someone is going to listen to the show and is going to tell me the best way to list it. So if yeah, we I have it. The, I think Latin America tends to refer to um, Mexico and down. Yeah, but I think there's in Puerto Rico. I, again, again, I don't know. Spanish, do anybody, anybody that's in Puerto Rico, do you consider, I'm sure you consider yourself Latino if you're from Puerto Rico. Or do you consider, maybe not, maybe you consider yourself Puerto Rican too. I, I don't know. Gets, well, let's just do some research on this yeah. and see what. Because I know in like the Dominican up. Republic, they want to be referred to as Dominicans. You know, right. they're very national. They have lots of pride. So, you know, it's. Right. Very much. Yeah. yeah but then there's that. this intermix of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. Well. It's trying to, trying to get this politically correct, folks. <laughs> oh. Well, we're in the process now with the 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 Ambi Awards. We're in the middle of um, going through submissions and 
there's there's a group of people that are listening to podcasts now and we're so, going to come up with a nominations list. So here's so. here's one thing that I'm probably going to have to do this year that I haven't done in previous years. Mm-hmm. And we talked about on this show, I had one show that was nominated and made it all the way through, got into the nomination stack, and then I found out that, <laughs> wow, they did something in the past that was wow, and I had to disqualify them. So I added language this year to the rules. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, it's, some of you are going to be mad at me, but I had to, this is what I added to the rules this year. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, Okay. So this is what I added to our rules. The Podcast Awards Committee also reserves the right to disqualify any show on the grounds of hate speech and or violence. We receive the right to retroactively remove a nominee or winning show from previous years. While we strongly support freedom of speech, we will not tolerate hate speech and violence against others. So I had to add that to the rules to even make it retroactive. Right. Not saying that we're going to, but at least we reserve the right to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So Rita so says. Of, Rita says. Have you heard of? Go ahead. Other takedowns in the podcasting space? I haven't really heard. Oh, just that anything. one show that Spotify moved and and Transistor kicked off. Right. And I read That's the blog post of the guy that um was removed and. He doesn't, he was not given a reason by Spotify and or Transistor. He was given no reason why he was removed. He says that there was no specific incident, no specific content. There was nothing specifically called out in their show by either of those companies that said why they were removed. They were not given a reason. And Transistor did give them 24 hours to find a new home. And they're on Spreaker now. Oh, really? So at least that's what I understand. It's what I, Mm. what I read, but the, Mm. so you would think that they would have been told why they were getting removed. Yeah. Well, but as I've, I, I stated pretty publicly, I am not Spotify. Can't tell me to who to remove from my platform that's if someone wants if spotify does what spotify is going to do and maybe spotify will inform me but well they haven't in the past that's true todd yeah i would say that that's true um they 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 will potentially be upset with you for enabling it to be submitted to them that's where but, the part. But we don't. We upset. but we don't look at the shows that are submitted I know, to them. But so, that doesn't mean that they don't. I know. But at the same time, way. I would require someone to submit a, you know, some sort of, you know, they'd have to submit in writing to us episode and time hack of where the offending material is, so we can go review. So I, I don't understand transistors. Tra- I guess transistor well, just said we pass and goodbye. Yeah. And I, 
I went and watched one of the, one of those shows episodes and I really didn't hear anything. Oh, I heard some stuff. I listened to an episode as well. Their most recent, well, the episode that came out right after I listened to like 10 minutes, didn't yeah, listen to the whole here. thing. And I can understand why some people don't like the show. Right. Right. I think it, it looks like what, what they accuse it of being. <laughs> well, that's just the problem. What were they accused of being? Right. Exactly. Because they, they didn't get a notice of what they were accused of being. They were just removed. Right. They didn't get a written reason why they were removed. And and my understanding is, and again, based just based on what I read and heard, is that Transistor basically said, you, you got 24 hours. So. Yeah. So Transistor has to answer why they removed them. And what, what well, part of their terms and, of service they violate or that's just a business decision. And and Spotify as well. Because right. I'm sure that that came down from Spotify. But if Spotify if Spotify told me, all right, we're removing this show because of this, that doesn't obligate me to cancel that show. Right. Would you, Okay, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I know what I would do if that happened, but you guys wouldn't be obligated to take that show offline either. Mm -mm. No, no, especially with our terms of service. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I guess we're just going to have to watch this. I'm predicting things will subside here a little bit, but again, that show's still online. So on Apple podcasts, it still can be subscribed to. It's just off Spotify and has a new podcast host. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It didn't create the, the flurry of concern that like an Alex Jones did. No, no, but, so. and I continue to say Spotify removes more shows from copyright violation than anything else. So, mm -hmm. but that's their choice. Yep. And yep. matter of fact, right, we get a spreadsheet, a spreadsheet with all those removals. <laughs> Actually, not that many of them. Oh, I mean, as far as outside of the music stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Sure it's mostly is. music stuff. Yeah. So, all right. We're probably going to see um, more of that in, this year too. So more music takedowns. You think? Yeah. 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 And people, right, it's well, it. Yeah, I think we're at the end. We're at the bottom of the of the line here. Yep. All right. So thank you for being part of our journey here and talking about my podcast awards categories. Yeah, it was a good. I think it was an interesting conversation. I, <laughs> I, I think you know making that decision i think will i think it'll be a good one so so let us uh give us feet give me feedback and uh 30 categories how in the heck am I gonna deal with 30 categories? <laughs> thank god i've got a new system that helps automate this but that's still that's still 300 shows <laughs> More that have to be well, it's six, well, and, sixty more and, shows that we have to review. Right, that's, I was going to say you, that, that also multiplies your submissions. Uh, no, actually, too. more right. than that. It's uh, right. Yeah, it's a hundred more shows we have to review. So, okay, yeah. it's just just time. It's just a number. Right? <laughs> just time. Just a number. 
So please register February 1st. We'll have registration open, please. <laughs> 30 bucks to register this year. So, yep. Okay. We're going to get out All of right, here. Todd. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, so, I'm Todd at blueberry.com at geek news on Twitter. I'm at Rob Greenley on Twitter. Um, and you can send me an email if you want. Rob G at Lipson.com. Happy to hear from you. Happy to get your feedback about the show. Um, uh, just, just appreciate you and listening you, to us, watching us, you know, and if you, uh, like what you've heard, you know, there's a PayPal link on newmediashow.com. You can, you can, you know, throw us a dime, throw a dime or a quarter or a buck or 50 or a hundred or a thousand dollars in the hat. That would be most appreciative of you. And uh, we would appreciate you very much. <laughs> so Todd, one of these days we should do a clubhouse. Uh, version of this show, not not put it out as a podcast, but just do a do a private one over there. Why don't you get the tech hooked up and we can do it live? Well, and you can be the moderator. The oh no, we just both call in with our phones. We uh, don't record it, Rob. Uh, I guess it's one way of controlling the message because I'm seriously. Uh, you know, I, I've, did you hear about my new name for a new show? Did Oh, for this show? No, 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 no. A new podcast. Did you, did, did you, did you read my Facebook post with the, the idea for a new show? One, yeah. Oh, you're going to love this. So, um, great new show idea. Here it well, is. I've got one too that I'm working on too. Bad but, podcasting you know. advice I heard on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd, I've been. I've been trying to take a, a, a proactive position on this. I know right? I am too, but the thing if, is if, if we can get in there and create good conversations in there that sharing good advice, then that's good. So Rob, do you have a life beyond the work day? No, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing this. Full time clubhouse calls while I'm at the grocery store, Todd. I can do it while I'm driving in the car. I can, you know. I've been doing podcasting full time for 16 years plus years. Right. And I, in the beginning, put in 10, 12, 14 hours a day I, I for years. Have, yeah, for years. I was always amazed how much you worked in for the years. I can't do it no more. I'll be dead. I, I will, you will, you will have to, you'll come to my funeral if I do that. So please, those of you that listen to this show, please replicate the formula. You've learned, you've got a PhD in podcasting by listening to us. Go in Clubhouse, participate, give these new podcasters right. good advice, be our proxy. You can do it. We know you can. It just, you know, if every listener of this show spent one hour a week, Right. And just one hour and we can clubhouse and replicated what right. you've learned on this show. We could change the world. Right. No, well, seriously. Todd, there's, there's, there's Twitter spaces coming too. So you're going to have to leave a little space for clubhouse and a little space for Twitter spaces. And probably I would imagine Facebook is coming along with a, a clubhouse replica as well. What do you think, Todd? I think I would have to hire three more people. <laughs> You've got a team there that can jump into Clubhouse. Rob, are they, they, Rob. they participating yet? We are talking about Clubhouse, but I will just say this: 
it's a big talking about clubhouse okay so all right i don't know how much money you make all right i I really don't but i'm gonna (laughs) guess i'm gonna guess that you're probably worth fifty dollars an hour i'm just gonna guess I, right. Again, I'm just throwing well, a number. Off up hours, here. Todd. I do it in the evenings, so I don't do it during the workday. You absolutely <laughs> have no life. <laughs> <laughs> I listened. I, I I was I went down to dinner in Angola, Indiana, on Sunday. I listened to it to the 25 minute drive on the way home, and I was yelling at my phone. <laughs> because what you're so aggravated based on the, the bad advice the, 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 that you were here was the question here was it was a lawyer right. starting a show to talk about law oh boy and he's not doing it he's not ambulance chaser he's just talking about law and law concepts global right. dis, u.s global discussions and you know the advice he got from the person that was whoever he was talking to was you need to in this i i will quote you need to focus 1000% of your podcast promotion in your local community because your podcast will not be a global podcast what yes and the four other people the four <laughs> other people on the panel agreed <laughs> I wanted to reach through my phone and grab someone by the throat. And okay. I, yeah. so your reaction is the same as mine. What? <laughs> and no one corrected him. This show right. will, podcasts are all global. There's, if you're doing the Seattle daily, that's local. And still you're going to have people listen all across the country. But to say you have to focus 1,000, one, he said 1,000% on building your show locally. He wasn't an ambulance chaser that was looking to get people that had gotten rear-ended to go get $45,000 for their, their injury. That right. wasn't this guy's deal. So, right, right. right. <sighs> well, I mean, it was like but a it lifestyle was, radio show is how he was looking at it, right? Yeah, it was. Well, and, I radio station. and I right. understand that. That was probably, there was probably nine other great pieces of advice given out, but there's just that one knucklehead that I caught at a very specific amount of time that pissed me off. <laughs> really didn't piss me off. I just said, no, 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 this bad advice. No, you know, I'm yelling at my phone. Right. So please uh, keep fighting the good fight, Rob. Uh, make sure you get my promo code out while you're over there a little bit. I'll sign oh, you. Up. Yeah, you I'll, I'll sign you, you up bet. as an affiliate today, and we can get you a blueberry bonus at the end of the year. Okay. So, <laughs> so what's my promo code for blueberry? Founder. Founder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it. Yeah. So that'll get you. A th- you can use that to hand that out and get them 30 days free. What's your promo okay. code, Rob? Uh, Rob G. Rob G. So I use Rob G for lives and use founder for blueberry. It would just, you know, horse trade. Up to <laughs> up to 60 days free. Oh, your offer is better you than join mine. join at the beginning of the month, uh, you can get, you know, two months free. Oh, okay. Awesome. Mine is, yeah. mine is 30 for true 30. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but if you join at the end of the month, you only get 30 days. Oh, that's how it works. So yeah, yes, we, we designed yes. ours a little different. So yes, yes. ours is a design. floating 30. Yes. So. Right. <laughs> You're all like, what the hell are these guys doing? Okay. We're getting out of here. Thanks everybody. Thanks right. for being here. Thanks for being part of our little family. And uh, we'll see you back here. on What is today? Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. <laughs> so we're back on Saturday. Again. We'll be back on Saturday. Um, everyone. Thanks for being here. And, Take care and uh, go spread the message. Uh, you know, as Adam Curry says, duplicate the formula and punch him in the mouth. Don't actually physically do that. That's just a metaphor. <laughs> it's kind of hard to punch somebody in the mouth. Yeah, that's on, uh, that's a metaphor house. to to get them to uh, to be right. active. So I mean, I'm punchy here. So we'll get out of here. Everyone, see you next time. Bye. Okay.